Welcome to On The Go Voice Podcast, and this is your host, Charles Sabiaga, and we're bringing up a section for August's issue on the BizTalk series, uh, section, where we introduce businesses and any types of ideas that can relate into the business idea, just having that conversation with the business. So, with this being said, uh, about a couple of weeks ago, I asked some of my audience and ask them, hey, um, for a business podcast or episode, what would you guys like to hear about? And one of the response I got that people asked was um, how to start a business or how, you know, um, I think they weren't very specific on that. But I thought about like, hmm, I think it'll be cool if we get to know a little bit about why you would need some such things like an LLC so um, at the time, I didn't exactly know who to reach out to. Fortunately, I had a good friend who I remembered, Hilario Guerrero. He, a shout out to him, a beast at just business. He knew somebody, so I reached out to him and he introduced me to who we have as a guest today, Memo uh, Gomez. Uh, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. How are you today? Uh, life is good, man. Can't complain. Awesome. We're getting close to the end of the month. Yeah. And absolutely. Everything seems to be going upward from now on. So things are good. Cool, man. I'm glad that you're here. I uh, Memo specializes and works in the business consultation industry, right? So you work with local businesses and you help them figure out what they need when it comes down to, you know, bettering their business or even just starting it up, right? So uh, with that being said, Memo, uh, just for anybody listening, let's start off with a little about your background, what you do and what you specialize in. So pretty much what I am, I'm, I'm a business consultant. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people ask me, like, what do you really do? Mm-hmm. Like, well, it all depends on what your business needs. Yeah. Okay. So we run anywhere from accounting, payroll, merchant services, taxes, into all the way into the spectrum of creating entities. Okay. LLCs, corporations, nice. trademarks. Mm-hmm. We recently started getting more into the um, estate planning as well, creating trust. Okay. And mm-hmm. um, pretty much lending has been my biggest um, product for the last couple months. Uh, due to COVID-19, right. there are a lot of um, SBA programs out there. Mm-hmm. I heard about and that. And a lot of the local business owners are not sure how to apply. Mm. Some of them don't have their financials in order. Mm-hmm. So that's when my team and I, we step in. We do a free consultation, understanding what they need or what they don't have in place. Mm. We get everything together and we help them submit an application. Okay. And then we fight until they get approved. Oh, <laughs> so that's pretty much what um, we've been focusing on lately. Um and overall, for the last couple of years, I just, it's based on what my, the current business owner needs at that time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they just want us to get their books up to date. Okay. Sometimes they need more of um, 360 holistic planning, mm-hmm. where they want to transfer the business to somebody else, they want to mm-hmm. buy another business, or they need to close the business. Okay. They don't really understand the whole process. That's interesting. Some of these guys eventually even file for bankruptcy mm-hmm. because the business wasn't profitable good mm-hmm. enough. But... They love what they do. It's a passion for them. Of course. So I would tell them, you're married to your business, mm-hmm. but that's an abusive relationship. Mm. If you don't understand your financials month over month, you're always going to be in this abusive relationship with your business. <laughs> you're bleeding Amazing. every single week. Yeah. So at that point, we do an analysis. Look, by the time you hit the sweet spot on the business, it might be too late. Mm. So you, we have to understand whether you let it go now or what can we do for you today to implement new strategies mm-hmm. to see if we could turn the business around? So that's in the nutshell what Memo and Co. 
with my partners, that's mm-hmm. what we do. Okay. We, we're business consultants. We don't specialize in a specific field. Mm-hmm. It's based on the business current needs. Interesting. How long have you guys been uh, running it so far? So Memo & Co. actually, August will be two years. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. But I've been a business consultant for the past 10. Mm-hmm. This is your company, right? Memo & Co. is my company. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been operating as a consultant through maybe through another agency or working for somebody else as a consultant. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the past 10 years. Oh, nice. How'd you get involved in that? Uh, it was uh, by default, man. Default? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, taking it way back, uh, right after high school, I became a district manager for Little Caesars Pizza. Oh, wow. Okay. Right out of high school, I was the only young kid in there that wanted to step up and take the keys of the restaurant. Okay. During that time, Little Caesars was expanding mm-hmm. their, their market, and they were closing all their stores, but I was involved. Was it here in Oxford or somewhere else? Pretty much from um, Simi Valley all the way to Paso Robles at the okay. time. Wow. So there were stores that weren't profitable mm-hmm. and they would put me there. Mm. Let's see if we could turn it around. Okay. Run it for three months. If it wasn't profitable, they would close it down. Uh-huh. This was like the ride when the $5 pizza took off. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I was exposed to all of that. So I understand how to close a business. But then when they close a location, that also opened up the opportunity to open up at another city. Uh. So then I would go in with the uh, developers and we would even do a market survey. Mm-hmm. Understanding the market and why it made sense to put Little Caesars in that specific okay. area. So with some of their feedback and obviously I was going to be running the, the store. It had to do all this work from getting, helping them get get permits, hiring a whole crew, mm-hmm. training, hiring managers, running payroll, wow. doing budget analysis, and all this extra stuff. I'm like, wait, this is my business. Mm-hmm. I took it very personal because I was there most of the right, time. Right, right, right. So after that, um, I was like, you know what? This is something that I could probably do. And I just started learning more about business. And from there on, I took up other marketing roles and I ran a couple other companies until finally I started networking with an individual down in downtown LA. Oh, wow. Um, shout out to Eric Gomez and <laughs> Luis Cachua. So I joined a, it was a, it was pretty much a life insurance company, okay. Northwestern Mutual, very reputable company down in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, I wanted to focus on the, Hispanic market. Mm-hmm. I was the only Spanish-speaking agent at mm. the agency, so I had an open market for myself. Makes sense. And I wanted to focus on the business owners mm-hmm. because I understand what they're going through. I understand their business. And, well, I'm Mexican, so I, I can relate <laughs> to them. Yeah. So that's, good. that's um, pretty much how I decided to learn more about the business, how to plan accordingly through the business. And a lot of the times, um, just life insurance fits right in the business plan. Right. So True. in order for me to really present a product to the client, I needed to know how the business was doing. Mm. So most businesses didn't have their financials in order. Mm-hmm. So then I had to refer them out to a local accountant, a CPA, a bookkeeper. Mm, makes sense. And I'm like, I'm making a lot of money for all these guys. Mm-hmm. I can't do that because I'm working for this firm. Mm. So I understand there was a high demand for it. Fast forward a couple of years, I started my own agency on the side. I was like, you know what? There's, there's a big demand for it. I should start consulting. I should start that's, that's cool. doing their books, the basic stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and from there on, we just picked up other products. We grew. We grew with the market. Mm-hmm. Um, I work with the bank as well. Okay. So I understand the the lending piece of it. Nice. 
And without my experience through the life insurance, through banking, through lending, credit, all that stuff, I'm able to incorporate all that into the business right. that's, today. That's, that's a good uh, so well-roundedness. When a, correct. So when a business owner needs something, if I don't know how to get it right there and then, mm-hmm. I will figure it out because I have contacts here. I have contacts there. I'm like, hey, so-and-so needs this. Mm-hmm. What do they need? Oh, they need their the credit repair. Okay. Send them here. Okay. Or someone that's in the market to buy a mortgage. I have a mortgage guy. Mm-hmm. Someone that needs to file their taxes for the past three, four, five years. Now I have someone on my team to do that. Oh, that's good. The accounting piece, I do it myself, but then I also have two guys that do that for me. Oh. I'll contract them based on the project. I'm like, here, you guys could take mm-hmm. this load off my back, yeah. fix it up. Then I'll come in, I'll review the numbers with the client, and then we'll plan to see what the next move will be. So overall, that's pretty much how I started. It landed on my lab, and I seen the opportunity, but more than anything, I did it because I needed to help all the client nice. in order for us to really solidify his financial right, plan. Right, right. We need to see how the business is doing. Mm-hmm. And now I get calls like, my business, I haven't done the books in the past two years. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got a letter from the IRS. I need to do this, I need to do that. I'm like, great, come see me. We'll review it and then we'll see what else we can do for you. Mm, okay. Well, it sounds like you have a really great story and a uh, history into developing your business now. So that I'm sure, especially at this time, it's probably yeah. well demanded. So uh, with that being said, thanks again for sharing a little bit of background of your story. Loved hearing it. Um, one of the things when, when we, we came up here for is to understand, you know, what it takes to really start a business legitimately. So, um, and what I mean by legitimately is like actually having, like you said, something to back it up. Correct. Right. So for, for this question, why should we actually legitimately start a business? Good question. Um, unfortunately, most people don't start a business until they get hit with the W9. Mm. I'm sure you're familiar with the W9. I say yeah. independent contractor. Mm-hmm. Then you get a W9 and you're like, wait, what, what is, is this? this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Or they don't even give you a W9, but at the end of the year, they give you a 1099. Right. And you're like, what is this 1099 mm-hmm. from? Well, let's say um, you consult for a company to do content, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now you have earned income. You thought this was a hobby. Mm-hmm. This was your side gig where that happened most of the time. And a lot of these clients are like, well, I would, I thought I was gonna get paid in cash. Actually, he paid me in cash, but then at the end of the year, I got a 1099, now what do I do? Oh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, you, you have two options. You could have that as a hobby, or you could continue this as a legitimate business. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I only pick up a few gigs here and there. I'm right, like, well, right, right. For every gig that you pick up here and there, you're liable for those taxes. True, you have to eventually. Isn't, isn't there a certain amount that you have to make? Not exactly. So the rule is anything over $500, they should issue you a 1099. Mm. Most of the time they don't, but that doesn't mean that the business took the, the, the write-off. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, that makes sense. That's why they give you the paper. Correct. Like, hey, we need to have a <laughs> to track it, right? <laughs> exactly. And, um, and even now, like for the type of business that I run, um, there's some pretty big contracts that we pick up every now and then. Mm. And, they don't give me a 1099. Mm. But I know that I need to track all of that. Yeah, exactly. Uncle Sam might knock on my door like, hey, mm-hmm. you where'd you get this money, right? <laughs> exactly. So at that point, I think that's where people understand like, wait, am I a hobby or am I a business? Mm-hmm. So you need to understand if you've been doing the same thing for two years and you might not be generating any income, uh, but it's a passion or you're not charging for your services, mm-hmm. 
you might still want to open up a DBA, which is doing business as. Mm. That way, um, for the podcast, right? If you don't want anybody else to take the name of the podcast, mm -hmm. I recommend you go out and file a doing business as because you're reserving the rights to that name. Ah, interesting. Because if you take talk, notes. podcast takes off, I'm going to register it. Then I'm going to sell it back to you. Ah, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> That's an actual name, right? It's an actual name. Correct. Mm. So there's a lot of things where you need to understand where do you want to go. If this is always going to be a hobby, side hustle, or you, you eventually want to turn this into a legitimate business, mm -hmm. or are you already generating income through this entity, through this makes business? Sense. So that's the question that you need to ask yourself. Is this something I want to do out of my garage? Is this something I want to monetize down the line? Mm -hmm. Is this something that I want to dedicate myself 150% to it? Right. If the answers are yes to the last two, go ahead and legitimize your business. Mm -hmm. So Because somebody else is going to get smart and they're going to take the sense. name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's just being for your protection. So, Correct. I mean, it's establishing your protection. So let's say we are ready for that. Now, mm -hmm. what do we need to do to get started? Like not just the actual logistic, but actually I'm sure you also help them plan what, what target audience you're trying to fulfill. Mm -hmm. You know, what what's your product or service, right? Yeah. Well, use your um, podcast as an example, right? Sure. Okay, so now... Um, you want to monetize on the podcast eventually, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the things here that you want to do is go and register the DBA, the fictitious name here with the county. It's going to cost you about $87. Seriously? Yeah. And then you have to record the name on the local newspaper for two weeks. That gives anybody else that might have registered that name or it's pending registration for that name to say like, hey, that's mine. Mm -hmm. If you don't hear back from them in two weeks... The name is yours. Okay. It gets recorded here with the county. Mm. Now, after that, if you currently have expenses, like for your microphones, your laptop, your your fuel, mm -hmm. you're inviting me here, you're inviting me a soda, all of that, you have to create a bank account. Ah. It's recommended. Okay. To open up a bank account. Interesting. Because if I want to be uh, sponsoring your podcast, I'm going to write a check to your business. Got gotcha. Makes now, sense. how are you going to negotiate that check if you don't have a DBA, right? Makes sense. Either I make the check payable to you, but then if you have other people involved in the business, you might be like, well, I'm commingling my, my business here, mm -hmm. right? So you want to have a bank account. Okay. The, the minute you fire fictitious, you walk over to the local Bank of America mm -hmm. right across the street. Right. You go in there and ask for Lourdes. <laughs> so you go in there. Um, you said for Lourdes? Lourdes. That's a business banker there. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a great relationship with her as well. So, yeah, you just go in. You open up your bank account. Now you get to filter your income or your expenses mm -hmm. through that bank account. Now you also want to need to understand what other licenses you might need to mm -hmm. operate your business. Gotcha. So the example of a trucker, right? A trucking company. They need to have a special license mm -hmm. to operate. They can't just go get their license and start driving, right? They, right, right. So they get their license, and then they would have to go and get their bank account, their tax ID number, mm -hmm. which is different from, from a social. Pretty much the tax ID numbers for the business, consider that being the business social security number. Okay. Then they get their uh, DOT, their CA, all these other numbers. <laughs> that they I'm required like, <laughs> to operate in right. the, the trucking industry. So that for that specific industry, there's a lot of things you have to do before you start operating. Okay. 
versus a podcast versus your car wash versus mm -hmm. your basic business. You just go file your fictitious with the county, go over to the bank account, uh, to Bank of America or whichever bank you decide mm -hmm. to go to, open up your bank account, and congratulations, you're in business. Okay. Now, you go to the city and request a seller's permit if you're selling products. Mm -hmm. If you have a t-shirt business, you would have to go get a reseller's permit mm. because for everything that you sell and if you charge taxes, you want to pay taxes on that as well. Mm. So that's where the bank account comes in handy mm. to really understand how much money you generated. Okay. So that's in a nutshell how you start off a basic business, a sole proprietorship, mm -hmm. right? Uh, sole, proprietorship, sole proprietorship, that just means it's you by yourself And you have a separate entity or a separate identity, mm -hmm. the DBA, doing business as. Okay. That's what it takes. And each industry requires different permits, different license. So it all depends on what type of business it might be. Right, right. Restaurants, they have to go through all this other paperwork with the city, inspections, permits. Mm -hmm. So all of that takes time. Okay. So it, it I mean it seems like it's definitely gonna vary based on what kind of business you're trying to put out there. That is but correct. Like there's a few components that's important. Like you mentioned, you know, having a, a DBA or maybe um, creating a sort of a, what is it, the LLC or LLC? So right? the, the DBA is pretty much um, is it doing business as which mm -hmm. is the brand, right? Now a lot of people would want to go ahead and start an LLC or a yeah. corporation. Can we like of course do that? So. Pretty of the questions would, would be like, which one's better, mm -hmm. an LLC or a corporation? Mm -hmm. Once again, it also depends on the business. How do you want to run the business? Okay. The LLC gets taxed four different ways, or it could get taxed four different ways. We're not going to get into that because we're going to... It's going to be a different yeah. topic. Now, the corporation could be taxed two different ways, as an S-Corp and as a C-Corp. Okay. I've heard about the that. only thing you need to know is that most C-Corps are big companies, right, right, more right. attracted to investors, mm -hmm. crowdfunding. The S-Corp is just pass-through income. You're the owner at the end of the year. Money gets filtered back to you. Okay. So, if someone, or one of the reasons why someone would want to start an LLC, mm -hmm. we, as a consulting agency, we, want to we need to identify their current risk. I'm a trucker. I'm mm -hmm. out on the road. It's always raining and I go up north, uh, Washington, Oregon. Icy roads, right? Lord forbid um, I get in a car accident. Yeah. The rig is running full speed. You get yourself a Prius hybrid, right? Yeah. <laughs> <You're> gonna, <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> right? The, the semi-truck is going to tear the whole thing apart. Mm. Yes, you do have some type of insurance. Yes, you have all this other insurance in place. But... Having a sole proprietorship account, if you own a property, if you own investment accounts, um, you will also have an investment property. You have multiple trucks. Mm -hmm. They could legally go after all of your assets because it's you operating the business. Okay. Now, when you have an LLC, there's limited liability. Mm -hmm. So the LLC stands for limited liability company that the LLC operates on its own or the corporation operates on its own. And if you are the owner of that company something happens out in the business or something happens at home, they can go after one or the other. Mm -hmm. So that's at the point where I identify like what's on the line. Mm. Is it just your business? Is it your family legacy? Mm -hmm. And at times I won't pick up the client 
unless they do an LLC or a corporation. Mm. Because then I'm on the hook for everything that could happen. That makes sense. So when someone wants, and nowadays everyone wants to start an LLC because I guess it's trending. I, I really don't, don't know why. Um, <laughs> everyone wants to start an Let's LLC. Talk about that then. So they always call me, hey, Memo, I'm, I'm ready to start my LLC. Okay, what type of business do you have? Okay, I have, uh, I'm an Uber driver. Okay, why do you want to start an LLC? Oh, I heard about this law, the AB5 law. Okay. Um, I don't think you need that additional expense, mm-hmm. which is going to be $800 a year yeah, yeah, just yeah. to maintain the LLC mm-hmm. or a corporation. But if you tell me, look, I have five trucks. I'm an Amazon distributor. Mm-hmm. But I also have five drivers. Mm, okay. That makes a lot more sense. So I'm like, okay, now there's some type of liability there. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's go ahead and set up an LLC or a corporation. Let's see how much money the business is generating for you. Because there's some tax strategies involved. Okay, right, right. So that's why you want to understand the LLC component Mm -hmm. and the corporation. The big um, factor there is taxes. What's your current tax liability as an LLC or as a sole proprietorship? And what your new tax liability would be under an S-Corp or Mm -hmm. a C-Corp at times. It makes sense. So that's where we determine which one's better fit for the business. Okay, just to clarify. So basically within an LLC, you could either choose an S-Corp, which is you could also be or C-Corp, right? And an LLC, it's a sole proprietorship if you're the only owner. Okay. It could be taxed as a partnership if there's more than one owner. Oh, so is that the LLP? L- L- no, that's, LLP. that's a whole different animal. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I've heard about that. Those are very common within attorneys. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. partners. Um, oh, makes sense. More for partnership. Right? Correct. Which is, it operates just like an LLC. Mm-hmm. It just, the name is different, right? Right. And then you can also be treated as an S-Corp. Mm-hmm. There's some paperwork that we have to file to be treated as an S-Corp, the LLC, mm-hmm. or as a C-Corp, if it makes sense as well. The corporation gets treated two different ways, as an S-Corp and as a C-Corp. Mm-hmm. It all depends on the structure, like I said. Okay. Um, but by default... If you go ahead and file a corporation, let's say you use LegalZoom, which mm-hmm. is the most common platform. Out yeah, I've there. heard about that. You go out there and you file your articles of incorporation and you just pay the lower fee so they could file your articles. They send you back the articles and you're thinking in your mind that like, okay, well, an S uh, corporation is going to be treated as an S corp mm-hmm. automatically. No, it actually gets treated as a C corp. Hmm. The minute it gets filed, all corporations are C-Corp, but then you have to file a specific form so the IRS could treat you as an S-Corp. That's a little confusing, but... Yeah, it's a lot of stuff going on, and that's why we're in business. That's Mm -hmm. why we have our agency, um, because we want to understand which one is a better fit for them, how they should be taxed. Mm -hmm. And at times, they already have their tax guy. I'm not their tax guy. I'm just... You the one that creating the the entity for you them. Get, you get them to where they need to be, basically. Correct. Understanding those Correct. departments, which is interesting. And I think that's also important because, like, even for people who start to expand on their business and then it gets a little confusing, just having a sense of accountability. Correct. And then Correct. knowing where it's actually going, it's, it's good to know where you can analyze yourself when where you want to take it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to have people like you so you can... Yeah, that, that portion, it, it gets boring, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> understanding taxes. Yeah. Um, even myself, at times I'm like, wait, which one are we dealing with here? Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, the audience, I don't expect you guys to like right, right, catch right. the whole... 
drift here, but um, just understand an LLC and corporation could operate very similar. It just needs, we need to identify mm -hmm. what do you want out of the business or what type of liabilities you currently have. Okay. okay. So determine which one is a better fit. Okay. Well, it sounds like it's a, I mean, it's not as easy to get into, but I think understanding the broad spectrum about it gives us a little insight Correct. for listeners. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, I know you also mentioned, you know, helping out with accounting and like other departments, administration, I believe. Like when, when it comes down to those departments, how do you know which ones to choose that you should have for your business? Um, well, every business needs an accounting department, okay. right? If you're a one-man show, you need to, at the end of the month, mm -hmm. you will want to have your books in order. You want to, I call this the temperature check, right? Mm -hmm. You generate X amount of dollars, but how much of those dollars did you actually keep? Mm. Reason you want to understand how much money you kept is because at the end of the year, month one through 12, and you accumulated this amount of money, mm -hmm. Uncle Sam is going to be like, hey, you owe me. This much from this. <laughs> so you want to make sure that you have an accounting system since mm -hmm. day one. Okay. It doesn't have to be a full-on spreadsheet. Right, right, Something that just makes sense to you and you're tracking it. Yeah. That's why it's very important. The minute you start the business, you open up your bank account. Use your bank account for all business-related expense. Mm -hmm. makes all sense. income goes there. Okay. Now, the accounting piece of it, it's very simple, Right. Whatever's coming in, that's mm. your income. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you're spending, Whatever you're that's an expense on the business. Mm -hmm. Now, at the end of the month or at the end of the year, you need to understand how much you retain. Mm -hmm. So everyone needs an accounting department. They don't need to hire a team right away. Can, can they, you hire a local like CPA or something? Of course. Or? Of course. Um, and that's um, some of the things that we do as well. Uh, we, interesting. we do charge a monthly service fee depending on the business. Mm -hmm. um, everything's online. Okay. So nice. it's hard for me to meet with every single client. Yeah. But I log in and I check my emails. Okay, so-and-so already sent their bank statement. Mm -hmm. Let's put it together. Nice. We put everything together. Then I'll call, give them a call, 10, 15 minute call. Hey, by the way, last month went well. Or, hey, what happened last month? Mm -hmm. You didn't stay within budget. What happened? Mm. Well, you know, one of the trucks broke down and we had to spend $5,000. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Thanks for letting me know. I did see that expense. Mm -hmm. So how can we fix this going forward? Mm. It's like, well, we just need to generate more money. Great. We could do that. <laughs> so it's we it's a temper check. Mm -hmm. Every single it's month you need check. to understand how the business is doing, how hard is your business. Makes sense. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Um and you said that's one of the important Um yes, department. hands down accounting. Accounting okay. you need to it's just gonna help the business owner understand. Even just a that. skill, like maybe learning a little about it. definitely because I have some friends who also learn accounting, but it's fundamentally helped them out with their business. Correct, well. correct. Um what other departments would you recommend? Let's say maybe someone's expanding. Um give me an example of a business and I'll hmm. tell you more or less what what other departments you're gonna example. need. Um let's see, maybe let's try a gym. A gym, okay. I'm closing down. So, <laughs> true. So um the gym obviously you need to have the accounting department. Mm -hmm. Right now, on the gym side of it, you also are gonna have people that coaches, right? Mm -hmm. um, that do classes, maybe a Zumba class, maybe uh, I don't know, CrossFit, um, maybe somebody in there offers a meal plan, mm -hmm. right? You will also need some type of a human resource department, makes sense, that's also important because, and there's a lot of agencies out there that provide that for a monthly fee, right? Because right, right. It's your business, but then you're contracting somebody else to provide services inside your business. Mm -hmm. Now, the, how are you going to pay 
this person, right? Because it's like, well, I'm just here. I'm, co I'm a contractor of the gym. And my client came in, he fell, something happened. Um, it wasn't on my training day. Mm -hmm. So uh, for that sense, you will need to have a contract between the gym and the contractor. Mm. So the HR department comes into play, drafts those contracts, done. Okay. So, I mean, I always thought HR was just a way for an accountability to make sure that nobody's, you know, like mistreating people. But like, it's no. also keeping track of keeping, all the yeah, legal stuff, line, right? Correct. And yes, that's usually when when we hear HR. Mm -hmm. If you work for a company, like, wow, <laughs> I think I'm in trouble. I will get fired, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so not exactly. HR mm -hmm. is this very um, special component for the business, right? Right. Now with the HR also comes payroll, which is also links in with accounting. Mm -hmm. If you have employees, number one mistake that I find all the time, they're paying their employees in cash. Okay, that makes yeah, that's hard to track then. It's not even just the fact of that it's hard to track. It's illegal. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Same on the table. It's illegal. <laughs> um, so, yes, payroll has to be set up. If you have employees, if your employees report to you mm -hmm. from 12 till 6, set up. You need to. It's in, it's in the business best interest to set up payroll. Mm. Okay. Since day one. Yeah. Which goes hand in hand with the accounting and the HR. Now, there's companies that offer all those three services mm -hmm. all in one we're one of those companies which is uh accounting uh, and accounting uh, HR. hr and payroll services payroll services okay mm -hmm. a way to basically uh give out the money correct right? correct now another component that the business should definitely have is how are you getting paid cash check debit card credit direct card deposit or something direct deposits yeah so you need to identify that because mm -hmm. Um, back in the day, cash was king, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone would pay in cash. Then you have your books, then you move some money. Mm -hmm. Now, I would say about 75 to 85% of all transactions are debit card or mm -hmm. credit card. So though, you need to find a way where on the gym, how to have a recurring payment out of my debit card, right? So then you hire a merchant company mm -hmm. that can provide that for okay. you. Okay, makes sense. They're going to charge you anywhere from... 1.99 to 2.99 per transaction percent right correct correct so you need to have that because that's going to be the easiest and fastest way for you to get paid mm, makes sense most people don't want to do that it's like well why am i going to pay this merging company they two get... to three percent yeah because you're going to get paid faster mm, okay it's in cruise control you set it up and you forget about it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <We> <laughs> all, i'm sure we all had a dispute with the gym like hey i told them to cancel and they still haven't canceled <laughs> So, yes, Boy. plenty of times was our fault for not canceling on time. And plenty of times was the gym that they just decided not to cancel mm. your, your membership. Right, so right, right. now um, for that type of service or that type of business, uh, credit card is very important. Okay. If you're not accepting debit cards or credit cards, somebody else is. Right. And we use that example with even the local food trucks. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't accept debit cards or credit cards before. Yeah, I remember that. But now it's... It's the normal. Mm -hmm. You have to. Otherwise, and in Oxnard, there's a food truck at every corner. Yeah. If I'm going to this that. food truck <laughs> and they're not taking credit cards because I literally carry no cash. Okay. It's always their card. <laughs> so there's been plenty of times where I've gone. Well, back in the day, I would go to a specific food truck. I'm like, man, they don't take, um, they don't take credit cards. So I would just drive two minutes 
down the street, the next food truck did take credit cards. So they mm. took my business now. Okay. So it's one of those things where you could get paid faster and have record of how the business is really doing. Okay. So that's, a, that's an interesting t- yeah. thing to learn. I mean, you would think that these are um, things that you could know about, but oftentimes we don't think about it, especially if you're an ex- expanding, uh, if you're an expanding business, you know. Yeah. Uh, what about like, like let's say e-commerce. I know there's other departments as well you can mention. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of when like marketing or administrative, right? Correct. When it comes down to it. So when you start a business, um, you need to really understand your target audience, mm-hmm. right? So that's where, the, if you're a one-man show, it's going to be hard for you to handle everything. Exactly. Right? In my situation, for many years, it was a one-man show until I couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So I started contracting or hiring associates. Mm. My company still gets paid, then I pay them. So what happens here is I can't do my marketing. Yeah, I can do my accounting, but I choose not to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have one of the other guys do my accounting, mm-hmm. right? I'm out there selling. I'm out there presenting. Okay. So as a business, you need to understand what your strengths and your weaknesses nice. are and learn how to delegate. Mm-hmm. Delegate the ones that you're not really good at when it comes down to. Exactly. If there's no funds available, well, you have to do everything. Now, by setting up your accounting team, great, you have that. Accounting, HR, payroll, merchant, now marketing. Mm-hmm. How are you going to market your business? Social media. Mm-hmm. Paid advertisements. Correct. So, but I'm not that creative. Mm-hmm. I need to hire somebody else. Maybe a social media marketer or a graphic designer. Correct. I I, I can do graphics. Mm-hmm. So I need to <laughs> hire someone, right? Yeah. Same thing for any other business. Need to understand what you're good at. Mm-hmm. And there's times where the business is stubborn. Like, no, I want to do it because I know how to do it. I'm like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take you three to four hours to create some type of content. Mm-hmm. When you can pay somebody else because those three to four hours, you're more productive out in the field. Mm-hmm. Actually figuring out where you can sell your products or service to. Which which I'm curious, by the way, a, a thing that's growing now, I think, is a business, especially with the younger individuals, is uh, through e-commerce, selling stuff online, products. Correct. i got a couple of friends. So, uh What's what's what are what are the things that you're seeing that could be important into having a business like that? Okay, so for e-commerce, um, so it, it all depends on it. So let's say it's someone um, just like a dropship, right? Mm-hmm. You don't you don't hold any inventory. You just it goes straight from the um, manufacturer. What to, if you do? Let's go in that direction. Okay, so you're holding inventory mm-hmm. now, yes. right? So now you need either you're paying rent to your parents or you're you're storing everything in your garage, right? Mm-hmm. So now you need to have an inventory system. To make sure that the orders are being fulfilled, or mm-hmm. that you have you're sitting on enough inventory, or not enough inventory mm. to fulfill your to order. fulfill the demands. Yeah. So how how are you going to determine how much inventory are you moving, mm-hmm. and how to project for the next two to three months mm-hmm. of how additional inventory you need to have? Right. Makes sense. Yeah. So let's say someone's selling um, iPhone cases, right? Mm-hmm. Every year there's a new iPhone. You order in bulk. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, when does the iPhone get released? November usually. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so right now it will be a mistake to order a big order of current iPhone cases, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's going to be a new one in the yeah, next yeah, couple yeah, months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the minute they make the announcement, something's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> then you're just going to be sitting on a lot of inventory. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what your inventory looks like, or if you don't know how much inventory you're moving month over month, it's going to be pretty hard for you to predict how much money you're going to make. Right, right, right. At the end, you're going to have to liquidate all that inventory. Mm. 
So you need to have an inventory system for that as well. Just to for anybody listening, you mean liquidity as in to sell it to somewhere else, right? Sell it for half the price,、mm-hmm. yeah, or break even. Sometimes you you、yeah. have to take a loss、mm-hmm. just to move it. For that type of business, once you're holding inventory, because you can't really predict what's next, you need to make sure that your numbers. Are up to date.、Mm-hmm. Your accounting systems up to date <laughs> because they're going to predict how much sales you need to have、mm-hmm. in order to move in, which would, which would also turn into how much profit you're going to keep at the end of the month. Makes sense. Now, what's required to run an e-commerce business? Well, you need to have a reseller's permit, unless you're a wholesaler.、Mm. Are you like you're re- making your own? No. So、uh, oh, like you're getting it for somewhere else, right? Correct.、Mm-hmm. So if you buy it at wholesale, that means you're not paying taxes on that.、Mm-hmm. But the minute you're selling it, either you pay taxes or you don't. There's certain products that you do pay taxes, and certain products that you might、mm-hmm. not be paying taxes. Okay. Amazon does. It's notorious for that. Some products you do pay taxes, and some products you don't. Right. So if you're buying a product for Twenty-five dollars flat. More than likely, you're buying it from a wholesaler. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Considering <laughs> that you might be a wholesaler as、mm. well, <laughs> <That'll be laughs> then、true. you go to the retail side of it.、Mm-hmm. So once it goes into retail, that's usually when you pay taxes,、mm. sales tax, which is Ventura、mm. County. I think seven point seven five. Right, right, right. Very common for restaurants. Okay. So like they buy that、uh, a product. Like let's say they get something from Pepsi or a、uh, mm-hmm. certain. Beer company and then they resell. That's a retail, That's right? That's a retail. Makes、yeah. sense.、Um, okay, so、um, another. Well, actually, is there anything that you want to add on to that? Sorry.、Um, no, just the e- e-commerce space. Like I said, it's there's, there's no business alike. They're very similar, though. <laughs> of course, which is why I'm, I wanted to kind of grab grasp as much as we can、Correct. when it comes down to it. So、uh, the other thing I'm curious, I'm gonna throw you a curveball、uh, memo is、uh, online online services. Let's、mm-hmm. say you're marketing for somebody, or even like online coaching. Right, how what how do we、uh, structure facilitate that? So online、uh, consulting, Cre- content creator, or because it's it varies, right? Yeah, let's let's do with my friend. He online coaching, online coaching is like fitness. Like a, okay, fitness, perfect. So the model of that is obviously you're charging kind of like me. We're charging a consulting fee, right?、Mm-hmm. And it's fitness, whether it's through Zoom. You know, we're meeting ten clients、uh, daily, five days a, a week.、Mm-hmm. How can they get? How can they protect themselves? Right. So, you want to make sure that obviously you have your business set up, right? Whether it's the person's name or whoever it might be, it's in your best interest to give them a contract, verbal agreement, written agreement. Because if you charge them or if they don't pay you, then how are you gonna go after?、Them? Yeah, there's no sense of accountability. Correct. So especially because it's not a tangible thing, right?、Exactly. It's like things that you. It's、mm-hmm. this is what gyms do with all the like yes. agreements, right? Yes. <laughs> all those、yes. things that you sign. <laughs> <laughs> and you need to find a way to make sure that you're getting paid,、mm-hmm. usually upfront or as you deliver the product、uh, or the service.、Mm-hmm. Um, so f- for that industry in that specific field, yes, you would want to have a written cons-、uh, written agreement or contract between both parties to make sure that you're delivering the service, 
and you're getting paid as well. Yeah, wow, that's awesome. That's 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 cool to hear, especially you know, just like I think verbalizing it, especially for the people listening in this audience, is a younger demographic. Mm -hmm. Maybe people who are looking to get in business or better their business, but make sure you guys hit a memo. <laughs> we'll be available. Uh, but mm -hmm. on, on, let's we mentioned also uh, let's say service that you, for businesses, right? Mm -hmm. um, would that would be a little bit different because you're you're working with businesses, business owners, right? Or and then let's say you're doing their social media or you're doing graphic designs for them, like we mentioned. Okay. So now let's touch up a little bit on the graphics side, okay because you're the content creator mm -hmm. who owns the content you or the company that mm, hired you? that makes sense uh let's say they would own it okay so they have all rights over that content mm -hmm. right and this is very common with, with youtube right mm -hmm. if that specific company doesn't have um a strong youtube presence right but maybe your platform then what you want to utilize your platform because you do have a million followers mm -hmm. now they want you to create a video advertising their business. Now, to which channel are you going to upload it? You can't just upload it to your channel because they haven't given you consent. Exactly. Makes sense. Now, it might be in the client's best interest that it gets uploaded through your channel. Mm -hmm. But now who's going to monetize off that? Mm -hmm. I mean, it might be the business, right? For, and then they're just paying you for a certain amount of fee. It might be. Mm -hmm. So... Those are the things that you need to understand when you went to business with somebody else. Uh, Who's going to own the content? Mm -hmm. Now, with the graphic designer, you create their logo. Of course, the business owns all the rights on the logo. Right, right, right. Now, let's say the business decides to trademark the logo. Mm -hmm. And they need the original. Mm -hmm. They need the original files. Right. Um, and the graphic designer deleted the file mm -hmm. because when you do a trademark they want the original content mm, okay just to verify that in fact it's yours it belongs to mm -hmm. you and there's been times where like the graphic designer well i deleted it i don't have that well, what what does it mean to actually trademark or copyright anyways you know copyright it's more of uh coming in the music industry mm -hmm. that you're this you created that okay it's yours it's your copyright of that specific song that poem, that paragraph, etc. Right, right, right. It's more of writing. Mm -hmm. um, the trademark is the branding of whether it's your logo or your business. Okay. So Nike, we all know the switch mm -hmm. sign, right? That's their trademark. Adidas, they have their own trademark. All major brands have their own trademark. Apple has its own trademark. That means that if I want to use the Apple logo on, and it's very common right now on YouTube or everywhere if you're monetizing on the video mm -hmm. if they see a copyright or a trademark on there they're gonna shut you down okay they demonetize your video and yeah. they, they give them all the money that you earn right right unless right. you can show like no this is different this is not an apple this is a watermelon <laughs> <laughs> right so you have to have the rights to a specific logo or a specific business idea to be able to trademark mm. that just means that the other person cannot can longer use that okay hashtags are huge right now mm -hmm. for trademarks mm. which some a lot of people don't even like wait i could i could trademark the hashtag really yeah how, On the hashtag, how does that even work <laughs> the, uh, hashtag memo and co okay i don't want anybody else to use that hashtag mm. on their business okay so mm. i'll go ahead and trade when or, you say use it for their business, you, do you mean like they can't use it on their social media or? Interesting. 
Yeah, if I get anal body, I can say, hey, you got you have to take that down. Oh, that makes You're sense. using my brand mm -hmm. to get more followers. You're using my brand <laughs> to grow your business. You're using my brand to do all this other stuff. That's interesting. And we, we are done, you know, hashtag, yeah. whatever, trendy. Does that mean you have to file it with Instagram and let them know that whoever uses has to be taken down or? Um, you could send, uh, you can notify, obviously, the, the whole social media, you could report, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, why are you reporting this? um intellectual property because that's that's what the trademark is intellectual property <laughs> what what and like obviously me as whoever posted that i'm like well why 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 are they taking this down mm -hmm. and then social media is gonna say like oh so and so reported the hashtag that you use mm -hmm. is their trademark you had no idea mm -hmm. you're like all oh, right video was taken out the content was taken out mm -hmm. So there's a lot of people that are capitalizing on that. Mm. They're looking for trendy hashtags. Mm -hmm. And if other people want to use it or that's a hashtag that they use commonly to attract more uh, traffic to their page, mm -hmm. now they're making them take it down. Wow. Yeah. It's it's crazy. That's <laughs> similar <monetizing> to the... <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that, that's pretty much the whole idea of it. When uh -huh. they use a hashtag, obviously a lot of people are using it. And then if someone finds it, they're gonna trace it back like mm -hmm. all right well that's that's my content mm -hmm. they're using my trademark interesting to monetize i mean there's a lot of viral content nowadays right i mean there's a lot. wow this is a different conversation <laughs> that we were gonna have True. but but it's a different uh, comments maybe we'll invite you for another episode or something <laughs> um let's 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 go back a little bit into uh you know uh, before we i kind of want to dive in into a little bit about you as well i know we got a mm -hmm. few minutes left but yeah. like in the last part when it comes down to the starting up a an, a corporation or protecting ourselves mm -hmm. like what what price range are we looking at um the, said the, yearly, right? so, well there, there, there's a fee there's the uh franchise tax for fee mm -hmm. of 800 dollars every year mm -hmm. the business has to pay that every year it's a form that they file with their taxes right 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 I, I the best way to explain that it's the insurance policy that you have between your personal life and your business mm -hmm. that's pretty much what how people understand it and why they'll pay for it because mm -hmm. <laughs> if you tell someone oh there's gonna be an 800 dollars fee every year and like, well why should i pay those extra right mm -hmm. like the benefit of a corporation mm -hmm. lc is that you're separating yourself your personal life and your business life okay that makes sense that's gonna cost you 800 dollars mm -hmm. now let me save you 800 dollars and just create a sole proprietorship account right but if something happens on the business, you go through a lawsuit and the business is not liquid enough, they could go after your personal, your personal assets. Stuff, your car, your home. So now at that time, you're like, hey, man, I wanted to pay those $800. Mm -hmm. Too late. Mm. That makes sense. So that's a fee associated with it. Now, you could go through like legal Zoom. You could go ahead and do the paperwork on your own. There's multiple websites out there. But disadvantage of that is that pretty much all online mm -hmm. they'll give you a brief overview of what an LLC and what a corporation does and then it's up to you to choose the right one mm -hmm. with me I'm not gonna compete against their pricing in average for us it's between 800 up to five thousand dollars okay it all depends on what we're doing yeah, exactly. multiple partners if it's a single member if it's a multi-member are there assets involved in the mm -hmm. business? What else are we dumping inside the oh, LLC? Like other services as well? Correct. Mm -hmm. So it varies. There's times where the, the business owner has to go to court and they need to present 
their business plan. They need to present how much income they made and all this other stuff, mm -hmm. right? Because child support, adamant, whatever it might be. Yeah. Then at that point, like, look, you expect me to leave all my other projects on hold so I could provide the information that you need so you can go mm -hmm. for it? We could do that. Yeah. But it's going to cost you a lot more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. So there isn't a specific fee associated with it. I can't really tell you how it much it would be because I really don't know how much work this is going to cost. Mm. This is going to take for me to do the trim. But you're looking between as low, this is usually on the lower end, about $800. And on the higher end, if it's rushed next day, because we have the ability to do it next day as well, mm -hmm. you're looking around $5,000. Okay. Ventura County, to start something up in here, like let's say a, a shirt company. Okay. How much? How much is the like registering that through? I would say LLC. Okay, or? so let's say you want to start off just in um, a t-shirt clothing brand, mm -hmm. right? And you want to do an LLC. We're looking at around eight hundred dollars. Okay. We're gonna give you one of these kits, and that's why I brought this over oh, just so we perfect. get an idea. This is a, a agriculture grower. Okay. This so, is shut in this camera, actually. So right, this camera. We'll, we'll put them here. That's uh, an LLC. Mm -hmm. And this is a corporation, very similar businesses. These are one business? Two different businesses. Two I mean, each of them is one. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so wow. So the, the blue one, this is a agriculture grower. He'll probably generate anywhere between, in revenue, about a million. Okay. Take home well, maybe 125. Mm, wow. This is an LLC. This is a corporation. So this corporation might, in revenue, because it's a... Um, they're a labor contractor, so mm. they'll hire people anywhere from 30 to 200 people mm -hmm. to go out in the fields and pick berries, lemons, avocados, stuff like that. So the revenue on this company might be $5 million, mm -hmm. but the take-home might only be 60000 That's pretty low, man. But it's just volume. Yeah, it makes sense. Because right? they have to pay people exactly. off. Exactly. Now, why did the company that was more profitable decide to go with an LLC? Just personal preference, and it just fits better for him. Mm-hmm. Versus the corporation that might only take home sixty thousand, mm -hmm. but there's more risk associated with it, and there's partners involved as well. Uh -huh. So um, for That's these clients, um, we're doing a consulting contract. Pretty mm -hmm. much, it's not just we're creating the LLC or the corporation. So for both of these uh, gentlemen, um, we got hired for the rest of the year. Oh wow! There's sp specific licenses mm -hmm. that they need in order to be. Uh, in operation. Okay. So I'll give you an example. There's $3,500 and $4,500. Okay. Wow. Now, if you're just a t-shirt company, you're looking more at the low rate. Mm -hmm. Like $800 to $1,200 maybe. Correct. It depends what you want us to do exactly. for you. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool to know. Like, you know, most of the time it, it gets scary because like, you know, yeah. starting up a business is oh, yeah. risky. <laughs> it, it is. And it's, it's already a risk mm -hmm. on its own because you're... I believe in your nine to five. Exactly. Putting out your eggs in here. Like, yeah, let's, let's, exactly. let's make it happen. Exactly. Or time in general. Exactly. Right? Okay, cool. Well, uh, I'm sure there's a lot more questions we can get back into, but I kind of want to dive into it. So for anyone who has questions, make sure to reach out to Memo. Um, this, I'll put this Instagram and I'll ask him again later what his Instagram name is. So uh, by on, on this end, um, what, what you do, you kind of already mentioned what you can help with and how you can help. Um, for your end, what, what does a day-to-day -day look like for your business? Um, lately, it's it's been crazy. Oh, especially right now. Especially yeah. right now. Um, but the average day, I don't start seeing clients probably to like 1 o'clock. Okay. That's why we booked their appointment at the time mm, we booked it. Nice. Um, I we're good on time, right? Yeah, we're good. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, usually I would wake up now at around 6.20, 6.30. I'm, I'm trading in the morning between 6.30 to like... You said training? Tra trading. 
Trading? Stock trading. Oh, wow. Okay. Look at that. So I do that and I do my administrative work in the morning, mm -hmm. creating the contracts, calling different departments, following up on permits, mm -hmm. licensing, stuff like that. I do the, do that, all that from my house. I feel I'm just more productive and then I'm on my phone and my computer, seeing how the market is doing and what else I could do throughout the day, nice. right? Um, by that time, by one o'clock, shut down my computer, start seeing clients. Usually, I see clients from one to six mm -hmm. on a good day. Sometimes <laughs> I'm in at three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then from six till like 10, mm -hmm. following up with my partners. Mm. If we have projects that are due this week or the following, like, hey, is so-and-so ready? Oh, no. Okay, well, what do we need? Mm -hmm. There's some transactions on their books that I'm not too sure. Okay, well, wow. tell me what those transactions are. Oh, okay, it's, it's a payment to Volkswagen. Mm. Oh, okay, that's uh, one of their trucks. Oh, there's a payment to John Deere. That's their tractor. So it's just following up, uh, closing out the day or meeting with them to see where the next project is going to come from. Makes sense. Um, to be quite honest, I only work about five hours out of the day mm -hmm. seeing people, but all the admin work, I don't consider that work because I'm, I'm at home where I'm here at the office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the work, work, I knock everything out within one to six. Mm, the work, work. It yeah, makes me just work. like following yeah. up and... Yeah. All the little details. Yeah, but if there's a client that wants to meet me at 10 p.m. because right. they need something done right there and then, oh, I'm open for it. I'm, I'm never going to say no. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see that. I mean, you're, <laughs> you seem like a very uh, servant leader when it comes yeah. down to it. Um, so with your experience working with business owners mostly, mm -hmm. what, what have been the best and worst experiences? The best experience is, and I share this with um, a lot of colleagues, man. the best experience was getting a business growing it, helping this individual I bet. Um, go from maybe $300 a week mm -hmm. to over $2 million a year Wow! in sales. That must be very fulfilling. Yes. <laughs> and it's a very humble house. Mm -hmm. Family, like up to this day, we have a great relationship um, and all that. And I would tell them, mm -hmm. I want you to hit a million. <laughs> like, wow. Like I want to nice. do it too. Yeah. I'm like, it's possible. You can make it happen. That's awesome. And they they hit a million uh, within four years being in business. And now they're on track to do 2.2 million. Wow. Even though the pandemic hit, they're still That's grinding. incredible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, but it comes down to passion, right? It's yeah. just doable. And the worst part would be the client not executing on the plan. Because mm. I can't do it. Yeah. I laid it out for them. It's up to them to execute. Okay. If I'm identifying gaps in your business and you're not patching up those gaps, I didn't do my job. Yeah. Well, with, with that being said, how I mean, I've, I've had experience where I help somebody, let's say, with their social media and they don't mm -hmm. actually execute on it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you get a bunch of those. How often do, do you come about that? Like a percentage? I'll fire them. Huh? <laughs> I'll fire them if that happens. <laughs> so, and yes, uh, when I say I fire them, I walk away from the contract. Mm -hmm. No. So, if... Most of my contracts, I usually do them like 90 days at a time mm -hmm. because I, I need at least 90 days to really understand your business and implement something. Mm -hmm. The next 90 days, we're barely picking up traction. Now, the the third quarter, let's say, as we're jumping into the third quarter, if I don't see an execution, I need to have a heart-to-heart -heart with the business. Mm. What is it that is not making sense? We 
try to implement all of this other stuff. Obviously, I'm not here every day in your business, but I, yeah, I'm following up with you. Right, right, what right. happened? Right. Because I want to be an asset to your company, mm -hmm. not a liability. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. You're paying me regardless, but if you're not implementing the strategies, mm -hmm. you're going to go to your compadre or your friend and tell like, oh, well, he didn't even help me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that, at that point, that's important. I have to walk away. My reputation and my business reputation is on the line. Oh. So I had to fire them. Mm -hmm. Or they had to, I had to fire myself, I guess. <laughs> that's, that's actually really, that's, that's actually a really, uh, I guess, really good advice you consider, you know, if you're helping and working with people. And it's difficult once you're starting because mm -hmm. you really want to help. You really want to help. You want to be involved, but you're going to be grinding your wheels mm -hmm. and they're not going to implement. They're not going to implement. That makes sense. Uh, and one of the things that I say is my job is not to convince my client, it's to educate them. Mm-hmm. Because if I had to convince my client... Yeah, it's not a job no more. No. Yeah. So I just had to educate my client. I mean, in any sales, so it's... Implement any sales is kind of like that. You know, yeah. you're always looking to provide and educate so that they can make an informed decision mm -hmm. basis versus trying to force them to make a decision they yeah. don't want to. Yeah. And it sucks because then down the line, they'll call me again. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, you know, I'm ready now. <laughs> Cool, cool. So uh, uh, we're kind of ending on the on the really good note here. I'm just kind of curious what your vision is for your business and yourself in the next uh, two to five years. So our vision is to have a one-stop shop, you know, okay. in a lead financial service agency, business service agency. What we're trying, what I want to do um, going forward is provide a CFO-like service okay, where we plug into a company and where they're unofficial CFO. Mm, that's nice. That's cool. Looking at every aspect of the their business, financials. Yeah. Um, right now, the market that I have, not every business can afford that. Mm -hmm. But as but we the continue right moving, that's the, that's the goal. Continue to boom up market, mm -hmm. and that's one of the reasons why I contract or cool. hire to other individuals so we could leave the the work on the side. And me continue to network mm, and really build your build the long term business. Dude, that's correct. awesome. That's awesome. Business and, model. And that's one of the <laughs> one of the main things that I always tell people: as you network, network your way up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I for sure. Strive for more. Absolutely. Continue networking upwards because if you continue to network and you're the smartest one in the room, mm -hmm. you're not growing. Makes sense. So that's that's where our company's heading to. Okay. Um. Oh, I was gonna ask you a question. Where are you guys located at? Um, office. All our offices are virtual offices, but okay. if a client needs to see me, I'm here at Circle Hub. Oh, okay. There <laughs> we go. 1300 <laughs> Eastman Avenue in Circle, yes, California. Yes, This is where we do the podcast, too, <laughs> so you'll find me here. Yeah. All right, And cool. uh, the services that I provide, um, it, it works best if I go to the, the business. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you can see they it personally. Bring, whoever wants to see me in my office, they just want to see if I'm a legitimate business. Mm. I, I am. <laughs> I'm in a business first. <laughs> Well, the company, the LLC, is going in two years now, but I've been in business for the past 10. I mean, it saves a lot more expense. I mean, I'm thinking of about course. it. <laughs> Everything's remotely. Yeah. I do everything That's through my cool. phone, my laptop. And um, the the thing is, like, the clients don't really want to see me, mm -hmm. but I need to see them. I need documents. Right. I need information. Mm -hmm. When they come and see me, they just want to hang out. True. They just need some yeah. know, little insights, maybe. They, they, they want to see how we're, how we're, how the business is doing. Mm -hmm. But if I need something, they ninety percent of the time they forget Call. to bring me the content that I oh, need. Oh, okay. So it, usually it just works best. Like, hey, so and so, mm -hmm. we're gonna meet at this time in your office, 
or if we need a conference room, obviously, well, there's conference rooms yeah. here, so we could do that. Um, this is so convenient. So, oh, shout yeah. out Circle Hub, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's pretty much. Um, they, someone who really wants to have a um, to meet me in my office, mm-hmm. Circle Hub, but true. Okay. But most of the time, I go to the business, or it's. It's online. It's, yeah, it's yeah, online. It's just doable now. <laughs> it just makes it so much easier for you. And, and what about for your vision? I mean, you know, um, you have you have family, right? Um, no, I don't have any family. Oh. Well, I have of my own. Yeah, right, right. right. My, I mean, my you sister, have your my dad. Mm. Uh, um, my sister, she's actually an immigration attorney. Okay. Um, <laughs> same thing. She's also yes, circle hub. <laughs> oh, nice. Abogada uh, delgado. Um, <laughs> so she, she's an immigration attorney. She's my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, she runs her practice. And then I just have my other sister. She's like a health coach as well. Okay. Um, and my dad, you know, that's that's cool. Nieces man. and nephews. Busy, busy guy. Not married. Um, yeah. So. So single. No. <laughs> all right. Complicated. Well, all right. Oh, <laughs> not gonna touch into that. So for anybody listening, uh, especially you know, when it comes to starting up their own business, do you have any last words you want to say? Yes. You know what? Uh, maybe you're running a side hustle. Just go for it. Mm-hmm. What's the worst thing that could happen? You're gonna fail. It's true. But then you're gonna learn. Mm-hmm. If you don't take that leap of faith, you're never gonna find out. Exactly. Exactly. No, just just do it, man. Cool. Take That's the leap of faith. <laughs> well said. Well said. Especially for this topic. And yeah. for anybody uh, looking into network with you, where can you be found? Um, well, you can find me on social media mm-hmm. business page is M three M O A N D C O, which is Memo and Co. Got just you. with a three. Okay. Um, That's the business page any anybody wanting to network or hey you guys have any questions uh feel free to shoot a dm phone number eric 805 625 4277 go email uh it's uh m3mo which is memo and co with the three mm-hmm. at outlook.com um website should be coming up soon we're actually working on that and we're we want to release it for the two-year anniversary mm, so that's a good plan that's part of our vision going forward um most of my business owners don't even have a website mm-hmm. but if i want to continue moving up market they're going to start searching me mm. so i the, the website we're, we're going to have an event more than likely here on circle hub and obviously you're more than welcome to attend oh thanks man appreciate you that want to shoot We'd whatever to. you do to i mean do. it'll be great for me too, <laughs> to, to get more uh, client, uh guests you know so of I course, can, of i course. love uh, interviewing other business owners too. yeah definitely okay cool well uh for anybody listening thanks for listening to, to uh august uh issue of the biz talk section we'll see you guys in the next month hope you guys enjoyed it uh give it a thumbs up like it share it with somebody who might be uh who might find this valuable hope you guys did as much as i did uh we'll see you guys in the next one have a great day guys